Welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. We're your hosts and sisters, Katie and Taylor. We travel the world, make beautiful things, and run our online businesses. We're creative entrepreneurs and Etsy experts, and we are on a mission to help you make meaningful income online and to create what you love. On the Studio Sisters podcast, we will dive into all things Etsy, running an online business, making money, creating while traveling, and growing your brand. We want you to leave this podcast with more confidence in yourself, your online small business, and the belief that your creative dream life is possible for you. So let's do this. We are here live for our first Tuesday training. And hi, Rachel. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, we're so good. I'm so excited that you're here. Yay, me too. Thanks so much for having me. (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited. So I don't think I told you this, but yours is actually the one we scheduled first. We're kicking off a series of training on Tuesdays, like getting live on our Instagram and just talking with other small business owners and people who help small business owners. So thank you so much for being the first one. <laughs> oh, it's an honor. Thanks for having me as the first first guest. How exciting. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so I'm just going to tell everyone who's watching right now really quick. Um, we're Taylor and Katie of Shop Studio Sisters. We run a top tenth of a percent, 0.01% ranked Etsy shop worldwide. We've made over 10,000 sales on Etsy selling our stickers. And now we also teach other Etsy sellers how to grow their shops and their handmade business. And we asked Rachel to come on today and talk with us about Pinterest for product sellers. So Rachel, would you also introduce yourself and your business and give a little bit about your story? Yeah, of course. Also, that is so impressive. Over 10,000 sales. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So I'm Rachel, obviously. I am a creative consultant. I actually started out on Etsy as well. Um, So I, years ago, like literally nearly 10 years ago, I opened an (laughs) Etsy shop uh, because I ran a wedding business and that's how my wedding business started. Uh, And I ran that wedding business both on and off Etsy for like six or seven years and I grew that business through Pinterest basically uh mm. like Pinterest was a huge part of growing that business and then once it was sort of time to move on uh I started teaching other small businesses how to use Pinterest and also how to uh you know create content that sells and is like fun to do as well because content and like marketing and all that stuff can be a bit of a challenge sometimes can't it (laughs) yeah and when it when it makes sense it's fun and when you're struggling to make it make sense it's not fun at all so yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely um okay so we have a few questions for you but i'm so excited about this because i feel like we have not really harness Pinterest to the extent that we should be mm-hmm. I we use it at the bare minimum and I'm every like for months <laughs> now every month I'm like there's so much for us there on Pinterest and I just I'm struggling to kind of like get started with it with a plan 
and everything like that. So if you don't mind, we have a couple questions and we can just kind of chat. For those of you watching, um, we're going to talk for about 15 to 20 minutes on Pinterest. And if anyone has any questions that we have not answered, you can put them in the chat or DM us and we'll be sure to connect you with Rachel because this is really her expertise. So my first question is like, why is Pinterest helpful for Etsy sellers? Why should they do this instead of say prioritizing social media posts? Yeah, so I would say at the moment, it's a really, really exciting time on Pinterest. Like I really like to say it, it's like they're going kind of through like a bit of a renaissance in the last okay. couple of years uh, and things have changed a lot over there. So it used to be that Pinterest was all about, and it still is a little bit as well, it was all about being found in search and the fact that it is so basically it's a search engine so it's about getting new eyes on your work finding new people to send web like website traffic or etsy traffic obviously and that was very much what it's all about it still very much is a search engine that's like the core of the platform but something that's really exciting about pinterest in 2022 and beyond is that it's another place to now like grow a really strong presence for your brand so as well as it being a discovery engine so people can find you when they're searching searching for what you offer which is amazing especially you know when you offer products because you can find people when they're looking for those products but also they've brought loads of new things in where you can grow a following there you can nurture an audience there as well which makes it kind of doubly as powerful really so you don't have to just be relying on say etsy search or instagram you've got another place where you can start diversifying that marketing which is super important as lots of us have realized in the last few months <laughs> with instagram being like it is yep oh my gosh <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole different story but today yes. we had just like i was trying to make a reel and we had so many glitches oh my gosh so yeah like adding these other platforms and as we all know instagram i mean pinterest you do not own either but any of your platforms you do not own them you're on rented land you're, you are using another company's property to market your business so diversifying across all of those i think is just very important yeah totally totally agree it just makes things so much less fraught i think sometimes it's really scary when you're relying on these places and i've done it too like i've done it on instagram i've done it on etsy like I've, it's i get that feeling um but when you can have other places to rely on it's a game changer because you don't you don't feel so sort of beholden to those places yeah definitely all right so let's talk um product pin so in your experience yeah. Um, what does a successful product pin look like? Like, what have you seen that converts really well for products? So this is a great question. And I think this, again, is something that's probably changed a little bit over the years. Uh, so something that's really, really important to remember with Pinterest is a lot of the time people aren't seeing your pins in the context of your other work. A lot of the time they're seeing your pins in isolation. So that's the first thing to remember is that sometimes we assume that people know who we are when, when they're looking at our content and often it's new people so thinking of that context is really important and thinking like okay if someone is scrolling through you know pinterest and they come across my pin how can i give them a little bit of context of like what they're looking at 
And there's loads of ways to do that. You can do that with really powerful imagery. You can do that with video on idea pins, which I can talk about later. That's one of the new toys on Pinterest. Um, and you can also do that with things like having text on your pins uh, with really simple calls to action. Like even as simple as putting a bit of text on Canva or any, whatever design platform you use. Even if you put a call to action like shop now or view the full collection or something like that on the image itself, it's just little visual cue so that people can be like oh that's not an idea for me to make or that's not like an inspiration image for me to say that's something that I can go and buy or look at or find other stuff on so it's remembering that context and like getting that through visually that's what I would say does that make sense yeah it does yes oh my gosh okay we need to talk about that for a second before we move <laughs> on um okay so Etsy as you know like when someone does a search for a product on Etsy and they're typing in, let's say, um, uh, black and white earrings or minimalist earrings, in the search results, when they find you, they're not seeing the whole collection. They're not seeing your beautiful shop page. They are seeing your product in a list of 20 to 40 products on a single page, assuming you rank on the first one to two pages with your SEO. Right. So as you just said, they're seeing your product in isolation. They don't know you work most of the time with your organic Etsy sales. They do not know who you are. So you really have to get that photo and the title right to get them to click over. And from there, conversion becomes a lot easier once they're already on the product. Like it's very easy to convert to a sale from there. But you have to initially get that photo and the title like it has to have the right keyword and with the picture especially if you're selling digital too you're going to put words on that primary photo that tell someone like what is it for who is it for or why should they buy it like why should they click so i think that actually is very helpful for etsy sellers to understand about pinterest too is it the feed is kind of similar when it comes to products yeah definitely like it it both Etsy and Pinterest have their own, it's like search engine, like the mm -hmm. power is in the search engine. They have lots of other powers as well. But the reason why Etsy is so powerful is you've got traffic there that you can harness into your shop and it's the same with Pinterest. Mm -hmm. So yeah, having that context and having that, um, like knowing that people, you have to grab people that you don't know is really, really powerful on both platforms. And you can use a bit of the advice on, on both. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so kind of going off of that, like, Photo-wise, do you recommend that a lot of the pictures are very similar to product photos you would use on Etsy, or is it more lifestyle shots? Like, what kind of photos should um, Etsy sellers really be focusing on for Pinterest? And the videos, of course, like, obviously, we're telling everyone, like, you need to make as many product videos as you can. But, like, photo-wise, what should they be doing? So one of the things I love about Pinterest is, like, it's a brilliant, brilliant place to experiment. So I would say try lots of different types of photos anecdotally it seems like with most people lifestyle photos tend to do better uh, because on pinterest people are there that like I, it sounds like it's sort of people are there for selfish reasons, but they kind of are. They're there to look for their ideal lifestyle. They're there to get inspired. So if you can put your product, if you can sort of show it in a light that inspires them and makes them think, oh, I can imagine that in my life, that's always going to do really well on Pinterest. But 
but that's not to say don't use any of your you know say your flat lays or your like more sort of just like product catalog style um images like absolutely use them as well it's one it's one of those places where you can really be free to experiment and see what works it's not going to damage your account if you try lots of different things yeah, and I kind of love that because with social media, it's very, um, you know, your pictures are typically, like, we're not even using very many pictures, and we're yeah. just using videos, and they need to be, like, very stuck with lifestyle, and then on Etsy, it's the opposite, like, we really just need, like, strictly product photos, so I like that Pinterest kind of has that in between, mm -hmm. um, uh, like, you can use all of it in different ways. Okay, so if you're just joining us, I just wanted to pop in for a minute and say that we are talking about Pinterest today and how Pinterest can be helpful for product-based businesses, how to sell your products using pins. So if you're an Etsy seller and you're not using Pinterest yet, this live is definitely for you. And if you have questions that we have not talked about yet, um, you want Rachel to answer because she is the Pinterest expert we're talking about, talking with today. You can uh, comment in the chat with any questions you have, or if we don't get to your questions, you can DM us and we will put you in touch with Rachel. Okay, so um, Rachel, I'm going to move on to our next like kind of question for you. Um, actually, I want to talk about one more thing for the product pins. Like mm -hmm. when we have descriptions on Etsy, typically like what we tell our Etsy sellers is, the first one to two sentences should be like what problem you're solving, who it's for, and your most important keywords should go in those first one to two sentences of the product description. And then below that, you put your details of like either your measurements or your sizing, what are the features, like is your product waterproof, what is it? Um, and then below that is kind of your additional call to actions or coupons more if your customer is read to that point, you know, maybe you're re rewarding them with something. Um, what do you advise for captions for pins? Like, is this a text short as possible? Uh, what is your best tips for product based pins when it comes to the actual caption and title? Yes, okay, love this question. So I would say the thing that's great about your descriptions and your pin titles on Pinterest is you don't have to be like flowery with your language. You don't have to be a brilliant writer. I find writing really hard. So this is for me, I'm like, yes. Um, but <laughs> you're writing for the search engine, really, most importantly. So it's not to say that it has to be, and in fact, I wouldn't recommend keyword stuffing. So you don't want to have just like a list of keywords, not in sentences, but you do want your sentences to be keyword rich. So I think what you said about the descriptions on Etsy, having, you know, who you're helping, who it's for, um, that that first few sentences, the, the, the best keywords there, that's great advice for a Pinterest description as well. And you probably don't need to go into as much detail with like the features and stuff, because you can do that on your product listing, right? So you, you can definitely also put a call to action in there as well. But I think remembering that your I think one of the things that I see product sellers do specifically actually on Pinterest is they'll do things like they'll call their products words that people wouldn't use if they didn't know what it was. So I usually usually use the example of like jewellery. Some people have jewellery that they name after like people they know. So like the Sara necklace or something like that. Don't put that kind of thing in your descriptions because no one's going to type that in. So it's thinking like a searcher and that's the same on Etsy right as well. So it's exactly yeah. the same on Etsy. <laughs> I just made a real about this earlier um talking about how um 
you know, you don't want to make your shop section titles or anything that people are going to be searching. Like you want to make it something someone's going to actually search. Like what is someone going to type in? You don't want to name it like boho, you know, senses, like no one's going to yeah. type that in. <laughs> you want to put like cinnamon scented candle yeah. as opposed to, you know, something like warm earthy tones. Like, yeah. No one's going to search that. So I love that you're saying, like, there's so many similarities, I think, when you're thinking about Etsy as a search engine and Pinterest as a search engine. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And there's no reason why you can't ha put that creativity into your pin images. You know, if you're doing video content as well, you can still be really creative with, you know, the terms that you use elsewhere. But in those titles and descriptions, like, think of that as like, okay, this is my SEO space. This is where I'm going to put in words that people will find me through. So yeah. Yeah. And Etsy sellers, like you have, you should already have most of this. Like, I think the yeah. beauty of this right now is like, you already have a content bank and that's your Etsy shop, like your titles. Okay. You can take your focus keywords from your Etsy title. And that is now a title of a pin. And you can take that couple of sentences from your Etsy product listing. And that can be that where you start from to make your Pinterest captions. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not like you're reinventing these things from scratch. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And anything that does double work or double duty for you, I'm like, yeah, it's an absolute win. So yeah. <laughs> I have one more question about photos. So you mentioned like lifestyle and product photos are good, but Etsy uses primarily landscape or horizontal photos yeah. for their listings. Whereas I think Pinterest is mostly vertical. So do you have any tips for that? <laughs> Yeah, so this is one of the things that when I first start working with anyone, a lot of the time they're like, but all of my product images are landscape or square, and it becomes a real issue for people. So you're right in the sense that vertical images are much better on Pinterest, so definitely it's worth converting them. It's worth that extra time because they just do so much better. Uh, so even if you can do less pins but make them more optimised, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. And to actually do that, uh, Canva is your friend mm -hmm. or anything that you use. Like I know, say, illustrators obviously like to use Photoshop or Illustrator. There's also Adobe Express now, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so there's loads of things you can use. But literally just finding some templates on there. Canva has loads of free ones as well. Um, finding a pin template and you can just put it on a background you can make a collage out of them loads of ways you can use that you can even crop it um just yeah turning it into another image that's going to be vertical and is like better optimized with pinterest is always going to be worth it so yeah check out those templates because there's loads of good ones perfect that's exactly what i've been doing um right now I, I need to step up the volume i think of what i've been doing but yes i've just been taking like so Etsy has 10 photos per product. So I take that folder of 10 photos, I upload it into Canva. I'm gonna put it into um, some different templates or sometimes I even just resize. Like I'm just changing the image to a new size yeah. and then downloading those and putting them up into Pinterest. So I'm glad to hear yeah, that that makes sense and that that's what you're recommending. So yeah. my last question, Rachel, is um, sort of like, What's fun? What should people be doing right now? Like looking forward to the future? Like if they're like, I want a creative outlet and I'm ready to try some like new things. What are you most excited about with Pinterest? Okay, love this because this is where it's time to talk about idea pins. So have you used idea pins yet at all? 
Barely. I think yeah. I made about 10. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, well, that's great. That's still a very good number. Um, so idea pins, really, at the moment, they are the thing on Pinterest. Like standard pins, the ones that you're used to seeing, basically the ones that we've been talking about, very much still a thing. But the thing that's really exciting about idea pins is they are the things that are going to help you build your Pinterest presence and they get a lot more eyes on them at the moment. So idea pins, the difference between them, the way that I describe them is they're kind of like a mixture between Instagram carousel posts because they've got multiple pages, um, reels and TikTok sort of because it's vertical video. It's a good place for video content basically. Uh, so that's sort of, a, they're, they're kind of none of those things but also all of them and it's basically a really great place to nurture your audience as well. So it's great for actionable content. So for product sellers I would say some of the best content for idea pins are things like gift guides, showing off your mm. collections, uh, if you've got something that you style, like accessories, jewellery, fashion items, uh, styling guides, you could literally do like a styling guide for every single one of your products and do an idea pin. And you could, you know, you could almost, if you've got a lot of, a lot of products, you could dine out on that for, you know, a few months. Um, loads of ways to use it, but it's basically a chance to show your product in more context, show people like how your product fits into their life. And that, the power of that can't really be understated. Like it basically takes mm -hmm. it, you can nurture people on the platform as well as, you know, banking on them clicking through on a standard pin and being converted by your actual product listings. Uh, so it's just a chance to basically grow some fans for your account and for your brand. Uh, so that's where I would say is like, that's the exciting time on Pinterest. And definitely don't leave them on the table because they also bring more eyes to your standard pins as well. So they are well worth doing. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Like you're saying that um, because they're more essentially like reels or TikToks, um, yeah. if they're basically going viral on Pinterest, so they're getting a lot of eyes, it's Pinterest is also gonna be start pushing out your regular product content more yeah. okay exactly yeah and there's also lots of other things and they're they're growing this tool all the time it's still relatively new so you know they they've added things in like product tagging which with etsy at the moment is a little bit clunky but they are i think improving that feature um but with product tagging when that eventually comes through uh it or you, you actually can kind of work it with etsy but that's just it's just a, lot, a little bit confusing but apparently the point i'm trying to make is that is actually the highest converting surface on pinterest right now like that is actually converting more than standard pins so it's not even that they're just there to bring eyes to your standard pins they they also can convert like i've got students who've made sale, sales like on the back of their idea pins alone um so yeah there's lots of lots of kind of ways you can use them really but yeah they're, they're definitely they have much more sort of potential at the moment i think that's super awesome to think about um and most of you uh if you're watching this you're on instagram so you probably already have content and you're daily producing content Yes. that can go into those idea pins like we're not saying you need to create all new videos although you could like you could test different content um but chances are you're already creating content for your social media accounts so just be thinking about how can you repurpose that into your reels yeah i mean into yeah. your idea yeah. Pins. yeah yeah um i'm looking at a question rachel um sweet sparkle by gg says how do we get eyes on our idea pins? I made a video pin yesterday and I only have 12 views. 
So it's a, a similar process to uh, getting eyes on your standard pins as well. So it's all about SEO, making sure you're using some keywords. And I think a lot of the time we need to make sure that we're using some like broader keywords as well. Because sometimes if you're way too specific with your keywords, then you're only going to get as many eyes as people searching for it, right? So if you're using really specific keywords are great. Because if you do find someone who's searching for what you do specifically, brilliant. But we also want to include like wider ones that are going to get more reach. And another way to do that is to keep an eye on uh, Pinterest trends as well. Uh, so, for example, a big trend this year has been dopamine dressing, which is like all about dressing with color and joy and bringing more like joy into your wardrobe. And if you have products like again you sell accessories or anything that goes into that and you can tie it in with something like dopamine dressing you're basically finding more eyes so rather than just honing in on what you're doing it's like how does this fit into the context of what people are searching as well does that make sense mm -hmm. yeah that is like so valuable to think about i actually was kind of running through my pins and i was like i'm really just focusing on my product like what it is and who it's for yeah, I am not tying it into anything like larger in trends like lifestyle trends. Uh, I love that. That is such an actionable tip. So thank you, Rachel. You're very welcome. Yeah, it's also fun as well. I find looking at trends really fascinating. And mm -hmm. they're actually really transparent with what's trending. Like there's lots of ways mm -hmm. to find that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, it's quite a fun. What I like about Pinterest trends is they're related to like societal trends rather than like mm -hmm. Reels and TikTok. Um, it's like trending audio and like a trend that will last a few weeks. Right. Whereas Pinterest is like picnics in June. That's the example I always give, like picnics trend in June. You know, it's like more what's actually going on in real life rather than like just on the app, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there, because it's closely tied into design and fashion as yeah. well, um, for product sellers, like it can also help you plan out your next season's um, product styles and colorways and things mm -hmm. like that too. Like we're always checking when we get ready to do like the next season's products. Like what is what does Pinterest say is trending? What does Etsy say is trending? And what kind of design elements can we start adding in? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's so useful to see. You know, I think it keeps you sort of in in flow with what's going on in general. So yeah, totally agree. Thank you so much, Rachel. All of this has been so valuable and um, I've learned so much already. So I'm super excited um, for those of you who joined us on the live. And if anyone is listening in and they're like, wow, I, Rachel just blew my mind. I need to learn more. Where can they connect from you and connect with you and learn from you? Yeah, so on basically, I am at Rachel Emma Waring everywhere. Uh, I also have a podcast called The Business Proposal. We talk about like stuff that's not just Pinterest, but lots of other stuff. Um, and I also actually, speaking of Pinterest trends, I have a subscription uh, which I share Pinterest trends every month, and I also share content prompts and uh basically like seasonal pin planning so you know like a couple of months in advance like what you should be pinning uh so that's called the pin pack there's all the details for that on my website but yeah lots of lots of different fun places to learn <laughs> that's so cool yeah. um everyone should definitely go follow her and check out her website and if you just recently joined us and you're like i wanted to hear the rest of the live we will be saving this <laughs> and hopefully resharing it as i guess a real now that instagram's gotten rid of IGTV. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Thank you so much, Rachel. I hope that you have a lovely evening um, and we will talk to you soon. Oh, thank you so, so much for having me. It was lovely to chat. Bye. Bye, bye everyone. Bye, bye everyone. <laughs>